Hey everybody, welcome to the Forge Academy. I am your GM, Steven, and with me today we have Ian. Hey everybody. Chris. Oh, hello. And Michael. What'd it do? Oh, I've missed that voice, Michael. Yeah. Uh, and today with us we have a very special guest. Fair, why don't you introduce yourself to the people where they can find you, what you do, who you are. Uh, hi, I'm Farron, also known as Fair or Fair Bear around the internet. Um, I'm an actual play performer on uh, various different shows on Twitch and uh, podcast. Um, you can find me on Ampistrano D&D uh, for season two, premiering uh, this coming Saturday, uh, the 21st. Um, and yeah, I just everybody can just follow me on socials if they want to know what I'm doing when I'm doing it. And I'm very excited to be here today. Yeah, we're super excited to have you. Um, but before we get to start telling stories with you, uh, a couple things, uh, Ian, where do you get your coffee from? Man, I'm so glad you asked Steven, because I've been dying to tell everybody about found familiar coffee every morning I wake up and after I shake off the, I got nothing. I was hoping I'd have something. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> every morning when I wake up, oh, Sorry, I forgot to do the backup recording. Okay, cool. I guess we're going to start over. <laughs> Steven, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning I wake up, the first thing I think of is, where's my found familiar coffee? And as I crawl out of bed, and slake off my skin, I go to the kitchen and grind up what? a nice big <laughs> a found familiar coffee. <laughs> and then I unhinge my jaw. I just oh gulp the whole thing down. Mm. Oh, I feel like we—I feel like we learned a lot about you in these last forty-five seconds. He's Ian. a lizard. <laughs> Best thing about found familiar coffee isn't just the great quality and the branding, but also the reasonable prices. Even more so now that you can use our discount code FayForge on checkout to get a sweet discount on your favorite coffees. Cursed. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Chris, Chris, do you do you have dice? <laughs> <laughs> These leaders um, are great. Yeah, <laughs> I have dice. Um, they are um, good dice. Mm. Most of them are pretty good dice. Some of them misbehave, but the best dice are the dice that you get from Greenleaf Geek. Uh, you can use the code FayForge for 10% off. Um, I think that's any of the regularly priced sets. I know it does not apply to custom sets, but I think everything else. Um, you can get a discount. You can help support the show. And Leah makes really incredible dice. She made sets for each of the cast members, uh, these custom sets for our characters. And uh, that was my foray. That was like the beginning of my love affair with Sharp Edge Dice. So uh, oh. Leah changed the game for me. Um, anyway, yeah, greenleafgeek.com. You should check it out. Sharp edge dice are so amazing because they're so good. Plus, you can use them as weapons if needed. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Get put that. those D4s on the floor as like caltrops mm-hmm, and just let, mm-hmm. just home alone style, let the people in your house get wrecked. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, one more really exciting thing is we just released uh, last week. You might have noticed there was no episode uh, if you are not one of our patrons um, because we released our session zero for our Patreon exclusive campaign that we've been talking about. Uh, and you got to meet most of our characters or at least our character concepts and talk a little bit about the uh, what the campaign is going to be like. And it is going to be just so chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 
I, I th did, where, did we have four evil characters? I mean, it's uh, like four and a half. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's yeah, Michael, Michael had to miss the session zero, so we'll catch you up on that, bud. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you if you want another story with, with our cast, um, it's going to be very different <laughs> than uh, Fae Forge, as you're used to it. Um, but, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, but you got to join our Patreon if you want to do that, um, which our lowest tier is $2 and we don't separate content between tiers. So whether you're two or 10 or a hundred thousand dollars a month, uh, you get the same content. Um, so <laughs> check out patreon.com slash Fayforge Academy. Uh, and also leave us five stars on, on iTunes. Uh, that makes a huge difference in people finding the show. Um, and it also makes us feel happy and it's 2023 and sometimes there's not a lot to be happy about. Uh, so, you know, help our mental health out a little bit. Uh, let's play D and D. Yay. <laughs> So, last time on the Fayforge Academy, Rain, Ariadne, and Kaz were helping Talvros search through the ship, trying to figure out if there was a way that someone was tracking other ships, uh, given the message that they found on the Water Dancer, where Blossom fell, found this ghost that attacked you. As you searched the ship, you found this familiar eleven-pointed pendant. Uh, the same pendant that long ago you had found in uh, Illignali, the dream plane, uh, with Miranda. And that this strange satyr had, when Miranda died, um, had come and taken it from her body and left you behind. As your investigation continued, uh, Rain noticed a large eye floating above, watching. And Rain, uh, as you take note of this this pitch black um, eye it blinks at you almost like it makes eye contact with you and then it disappears and Besky, Rain and Kaz, what are you doing? Uh, I think I'm at, for a moment sort of just frozen in place like blinking and kind of rubbing my eyes to did I see that correctly? I don't I, I don't typically catch uh things rain is not the most <laughs> it's not the <laughs> the most observant amongst us so uh just sort of blink and trying to and it's just causing ariadne on the ship with us right now right or, or is and blossom's corpse 
No, because we're on the. Oh no, they sh- they sank the other ship. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I'm not with y'all right now. I'm. I'm still. I still have to get out from where I am. Like, okay. Yeah. And the, uh, the room. You're on the boat. Cause um. Yes. Uh, you might um that that pet um. What uh, do you make? What would you make if I said there was you know just a giant floating eyeball watching us? What would you make of that? Well, if, if that was true, I'd be extremely concerned. I might, I might panic a little bit, and I would uh, probably run and get Besky because that seems like a really serious, serious problem. Oh, uh, why do you ask? Yes, it's all just, just a hypothetical. I uh, put that down. I'll be right back, and I'm gonna take off and go try to find <laughs> Besky. <laughs> what a weird question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, Besky's, Besky's been um, with Blossom's body. Yeah, I'll just uh, knock furiously at the door, which sounds a lot like somebody, like a cat patting the other side of the door with its paw. It's not very loud. But <laughs> bat, 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 bat. I'm rapping furiously. Bat, Besky, bat, hello, are you awake? Yeah, hello, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, could you, do you have a moment? I don't want to, everything's fine. I just had a quick, not scary question for you. Um, okay. And I'll walk towards the door and open it. Um, and, uh, I'll close the door, um, gently behind me. Uh, yeah, what's, what's going on? Is everything, is everything okay? Uh, yes. So, just a quick question. Um, you know that, um, the, you know, the, um, that, that, how sometimes you can use magic to talk to people far away or watch them far away? Yeah, I mean, I, I sometimes do that to you, uh, right? Uh, yes, um, except it's a little different uh, because you're my friend and I've already given you a, a permission to do so. Um, there there might be someone watching us. I saw um, this strange eyeball uh, sort of up in the sky a little bit. Uh, so oh. what do we, how do you undo it? I guess that's my question. How do you undo that sort of magic? Um, yeah, I, I, I think I remember studying on that, but it's been a while. Um, I don't do magic like that anymore. Um, uh, what, what, what did, what did, uh, what did the eye look like? Um, like a, like a scary, dark, void bubble. Oh, yeah, that's, um, okay. Uh, where's where's everyone else? Uh, cause is still with the um. Th- we found this this thing, and I'm gonna start kind of walking in that direction with you, okay. uh, and just explain that we had found this this pendant and uh, describe it in a little more detail. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll follow you, and then um, let's see. Uh, follow y'all, and then I'm trying to think of if I should. It's a spell I've been meaning to do, and I might as well just do it for the first time because I have it, and it's a war. It's, it's a warlock. If you have a spell, just just use the spell. Um, right. Absolutely. Have we have we at least short rested, if not long yeah. rested? Yeah, you've long rested. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to, and I don't know how you want to rule it, Stephen. If it ends up work not working out, because we have some some ways of feeling about uh, mind breakage and. The ruling mm-hmm. off contact, contact other plane if it's not successful. So I don't know. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> um. 
so yeah, I'll, I'll come up and, and see if I don't. I don't think I have any sight that's good. Like I don't have any sight that's like different from normal human sight. Um, uh, I have. You would already know that Rain has blind sight, and I. Uh, you would also know because I've done it several times for you that I can give you dark vision. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's not going to help. I know that's not going to help me. Yeah. Um, okay, is it? Is it still looking at us? Um, uh, well, here's the thing. Um, it sort of went away because it sort of saw me see it. Uh, and then we sort of stared at each other for a moment and then it went away. All right. I, I think what might be good is next time. Um, don't look right at it if you do see it. Well, um, I, y- yes. Um, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yes. Oh, no. I was just just because if it thinks that you can't see it anymore. It might just think it was a coincidence and it might look at us again. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna... So it's this thing, I'll point to the amulet, uh, that Cause, I assume Cause is holding it or has it nearby. Yes. Uh, morning, Cause. Oh, uh, morning, Besky. Uh, wait, so there is an invisible eye? I think I'm... Well, there was, there was, um... But it's gone now, so again, no reason to panic. Uh, uh, it's gone, I think, for a while, but it definitely knows that we know that it was there. Uh, I think. Or it it's hard to know. tell. Right. Eyeballs it, can't make faces, so I, I don't yeah. know for sure. Maybe it's a fluke. Maybe they think it's a fluke and you just like happen to look that way and, and uh, it doesn't know. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe they did that thing where they sneeze and it makes you forget what you were doing and they just stop looking at us, maybe. Well, no, I, I I think, you know, if you're scrying on people, sometimes people just look all sorts of directions sometimes. And so maybe, scrying. maybe it, oh boy. even though you looked at it, maybe it was just being careful and went away. So if it does happen to show up again. Oh, no. Okay, I will not look at it. I'll pretend I don't see it. And I'll be very casual. Uh, yeah, I try, please. Um, I will. But also make note of when you do see it, because that might be important of the times when it's looking at us. Um, okay, wait, when, so, but do I... But don't M- say it. M- maybe you should hold on to this this amulet brain here. Okay. <laughs> and Kaz is going to take a, a good, like, eight step, eight foot step backwards. <laughs> how, how far? I feel like as soon as you hand it to me, it, like, clunks to the ground and I just go with it. Like, <laughs> 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 okay. Hangs it around your neck. <laughs> uh, is, that's, that's the thing that, like, stops scrying on people, right? So. I think so. It wasn't until we discovered this that I noticed it. Oh, um, I think maybe we, I'm trying to figure out if it's good for it to do it again. And then we just, at some point, because if, if it thinks the first time was maybe a fluke, but then you put that on, it'll definitely know that you saw it. But if you don't, and it's able to look at us again, it might be better for it to know that it might be better that it still doesn't think it's looking at us. Okay. Okay, so just so don't wear it, just hold it casually? Like it doesn't matter? Uh I'll just set uh, it right here. I'm just gonna drag it to whatever nearest surface I can and leave it. I will just grab it. <laughs> oh, well uh, that works, you know. Um No, I alright, so I, I think there's a spell that I know. Um that I did read up on um but it's not a wizard spell wizards are able to do it i think um 
or someone clerics or I don't remember, but um, it's 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 it can have a downside if it doesn't work out the best way. Um, but it can help me maybe figure out who's look, looking at us. Oh, okay. Yeah, if it goes badly, I'm out for the rest of the day, though. So. But wait, what do you mean if it goes badly? What would it? Could you elaborate? Um, no, it's different for every person. Oh. Um, I'll be much different. I know that for the day. Like I will maybe have. I've, I've read it. Maybe gives you a big headache. Um, or oh. you start forgetting where you are, or you can't get people's names right, or you can't oh. say spells right. It, it's, it's different for everyone. Is this a spell that you're casting? Uh, it, some people refer to it as a contact other plane. Oh. Well, all right, well. Well, if, if you do get a little woozy, we'll be right here to help you. Right, that's what I'm asking. Oh, don't worry. Okay, yeah. Um, so I'll start to cast contact other plane. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to try and get in touch with Walena, because like, my bond with her is pretty strong. And okay. she might know if, like, she's still, like, it says a demigod or a long, and she's, like, you know, I, I think she's a demigod. She is a demigod, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, she upgrade. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so I'm going to do that. It's a casting time of one minute. I guess what I will do is I'll, I'll. Um, the spear was in the room with, with, with a uh, blossom. But I'm just going to summon it to my hand. Um, okay. And then I'm going to kind of sit down, uh, cross-legged. And then uh, I will just like start thinking about Walena and the plane that I that like the right I briefly talked to her in that like fielded plane right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start imagining that, and as I do, I think the the spear is going to start um, hovering, and then the tattoo in the back of my neck is starting to start like glowing with like crimson and gold. Okay. Um, uh, make that make that intelligent save. <laughs> Please go well. I believe in yep. you. Yep. Yep. Oh no. Oh no, is it a best roll? Yep, it's a no! Michael roll. It's a straight up <laughs> Michael roll. Classic. No. Can't do nothing right. <laughs> oh no. Uh, uh for our listeners, I'm assuming that's a one. That is a one. That is a natural oh one. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I roll these a lot. Sinclair special. Oh man. So, yeah, I rolled a one. Uh, and just for a bit of housekeeping, um, Chris and Ian, your characters have that plus however much um, temp HP because of my thing. Just oh. that we're a uh, 10. Oh, yeah, plus you. 10. Thank Every you. time we sleep together. I don't hate oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> in proximity of each other. Nice. Um, you said what you said. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Listen, I was like a blighter. No, you know, it's that the, the post whatever vibes. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, ten h ten hp. Um, so yeah, go on, Stephen. Please tell me how I. You know. So uh, first, you take uh, what? Shoot, what did I? You roll that. I feel like uh, you should roll that. Yeah, you take. <laughs> You take 26 psychic damage. Uh huh. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and um, as you as you try to contact Wylena, um, 
these like visions start to of this plane start to flash in your mind, um, but it's almost like it's overwhelming your senses. Um, you mm-hmm. see Wylena's silhouette for a brief moment, um, but then this like forced place starts to change and it starts to flash back and forth between that and then and then you see this um, this satyr um, with this like white to black fur. Um, these like blood red eyes um, and they keep just like flashing in and out his ears are covered in, in these different uh, earrings and and it's like this this vision these visions start to blend together um, to the point where it, it, it it's like pierce like a like almost like a migraine starts to hit your head your eyes your eyes go blurry you snap out of the vision and there's something there's something How it that- feels to chew five gum <laughs> Continue. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> um, and and it's almost like um, you you feel like a lot of the, especially like the arcane knowledge that you have, is is mm. messed up. Um, I I don't know how to say it. I, I'm trying to think of the right the right way to say it. That's not using tons of confuddled. Yeah, as you as you kind of come back from this vision, like, like the, when you cast a spell, you always feel a little bit of that energy go out, um, of you. It mm-hmm. takes, it takes a certain amount of, of energy to, to use magic. Um, but more is more of your energy is gone. Like physically you feel exhausted. Your mind feels a little, a little, um, like you've been like, you, you know, when you spend an, like an all nighter cramming for an exam and, you take the mm-hmm. exam and then afterwards you're just like I, I literally can't think about anything um, sort of that that sort of feel um, and I'm going to have you take a, a point of exhaustion okay um, as you as you kind of come out of that spell um, with with unable unable to complete it I'm just going to rule it as I cannot cast that spell for the rest of today it's probably yeah. a smart way to do that too alright I am exhausted level 1 so yeah, I'll come out of it. Ah, um, <clears throat> that was not successful. Um, yep. Remember how I said the bad thing can happen? A um, headache? Did you get a headache? Yeah. Or, yep. It's a migraine. It's a. It's a full. It's a full body. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get you to lie down here. Well, hold on. And Kaz is gonna make like a little a little uh, like collection of blankets. Or actually, no. We have rooms on this boat. Cause uh, will. If Besky is uh, looking like he's having a hard time, uh, guide Besky back to his room to lie down. Uh, I'm just. Uh, can you get um, some of the light curry soup I made too? Um, oh, of course, of course. Thanks. Um, I, I don't need to go back to my room. I just, I'll just lay down around you two. Um, that's fine. Okay. Um, so as you rest, is there anything y'all want to do with this with this pendant for the time being? We should decide who's carrying it, and then whoever it is that's not me, because, um, for obvious reasons, then I should stay with that person and see if I could keep an eye out to see if that thing comes back. Kaz is going to rack his brain thinking of what he knows about, um, the school of magic, which encompasses scrying, divination magic. Like, what... What could cause? What does cause remember about how scrying works, and what are some ways that it can be uh, sabotaged or, or just blocked, right? And uh, yeah, roll, roll an Arcana check. Especially even thinking of like um, like 
like how far away from the scrying outer does it go? And that's an animal handling check. <laughs> you can you can have the twenty though. All right, I have plus ten on Arcana, <laughs> so that is a natural twenty, a crit for a total check of thirty altogether. Okay. Um. Kaz takes out his book of scrying and you that he wrote. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay so so you wanted to know um like how it can be blocked what some limitations are like can we just like yeah. stick it in a jar of vinegar or something does that stop <laughs> so if if it's focused on a thing um you can there's you would know that things like lead lined things often block divination spells um it's a little bit harder if you're focusing on someone in speci- in particular there are spells there are other spells that can uh that can kind of counteract uh is that is that the right spell that i'm thinking of there is a spell non-detection that yeah no, that that is exactly what i was thinking of um Oh, it's a bard! It's a bard spell, even. Oh, so I've, I've I'll say, you, yeah. <laughs> so you would know, you would know that if it's if it's focused on a person, you could use something like non-detection. Oh, you cast it on yourself all the time. I forgot. Um, uh, you could, you can cast that on a person. Um, as far as a range, you're not sure that there is one. <laughs> um, as far as scrying, uh, let me double check the like if someone's scrying on an object, like if I'm like. 30 feet away from that object, can they still see me? Or is it, like, dependent oh, on the caster? Y- no, you would know. It, it's, you, it can see basically in a 10-foot radius around the oh, object. Oh, my gosh. So we could just stick this thing in a box. Then. In, in the theory, yeah. And, and, and this is actually a check-in with, with, with Chris, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Chris, from what your character has learned about the eye and the object, is would, would Rain believe that the object is being scryed on, or that we're being scried on question mark lol rain (laughs) okay so Kristen has a ton of theories but I cannot volunteer them because rain is a lovable doorknob like my arcana I have a zero uh, modifier for my intelligence so like I am just barely hanging on with all these smarty pants (laughs) you know what honestly we've been playing together for years now and I never picked that up um, well, I mean, I play to my strengths, so. There you go. Uh, <laughs> from what Cause has heard about, like, what, from what Rain has told Cause, does, would Cause believe that, that we're being scryed on or that the pendant is being scryed on? I think, I think given all of everything that has happened and, and where you found this and, and everything, I think you would probably assume that the medallion is the focus point for the, for the scrying at this point. Okay. Though, though you do know that the eye has seen at least some of you probably. So. Right, so now no one is safe. Oh, lovely. Um, okay, so... So, um, we'll just ask the captain for a box to put it in. Yeah, so if, we've, if we can get a lead-lined box or a pouch, that would be the best place to start, and uh, less than that, we'll just, yeah... Uh, and then we'll just be real casual. Real easy breezy. 
What if they're screwing right now? Yeah. I'm very awkwardly moving my body to try to demonstrate how chilled out I am, but I'm really <laughs> weird. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So loosey goosey. <laughs> Just another regular day on the boat. Yep. Just on the boat. And I'm going to do that for however long it takes us to get to Nairi. So, yeah. Um, I'm very casual for however many days this is. Oh, my lordy. Um, Causes. Yeah, you, you had actually last session. Well, last session you had asked Tal to bring you a box of some sort. That's right, um, we did. To, to speed that up, we don't have to have the, the love line conversation with him as well. Uh, sure. But he'll come back. He'll come back with a small little chest. Says, um, uh, you know, we sometimes pick up... Uh, things that we're not sure about and so we stick them in here uh it's empty right now but if you want to toss it in uh should be safe for I'm, the time being i'm imagining cause looks at it and like on it scrawled on the side is like box of suspicious objects <laughs> <laughs> it's just, no there's just the 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 um eyebrow the raised eyebrow emoji <laughs> it's just, on the, just in place and on the front <laughs> yeah uh, that cause will wrap the uh, medallion, the pendant, in a bit of cloth, and put that in the box, and close the box, and ask Telvaras to keep this box maybe somewhere in the hold, like ten feet away from anything important. Will do. Uh, and he locks it, um, puts the key in his pocket, and goes and, and puts it away. Uh, and so, uh, as the three of you, as well as Ariadne kind of have this pendant now out of your mind, kind of. I'm, I'm sure it's just sitting there in the back of your mind, uh, almost feeling like someone's watching you. Oh, my Lord. Um, but nothing you can do about it for the time being. Uh, you have about two more days on the ship. Uh, the travel, as you get closer to Nairin, uh, the weather is, is tropical. It's... Um, been fairly clear skies. Uh, Besky, after your after a long rest, you uh, you do get that point of exhaustion is gone, and you start to feel like yourself again. Um, Sweet, uh, maybe one more time. If go I go for do it, the, yep, yeah. yep. Here we go again. Here we go oh, again. No. Uh, and I have to beat a fifteen, right? Yep. This time it's an 11. I'm tired again. Oh, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> and you will take... Uh, All right, it's not, not happening. Oh, shit. You, you'll take 23 psychic damage. Oh, my gosh. Good thing, good thing I have temporary HP. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, and you'll take another point of exhaustion, but you will get another long rest as well before you get to naming. Right, um, right, right. So after those two days... Um, um, one less interjection on our way yes. to Noreen. Once we're like a day out from Noreen, um, Kaz is going to actually. So Kaz actually has been casting non detection on himself every day because there is a 25 GP consumable component. So see what that spells: 25 gold pieces worth of silver dust that you sprinkle all over yourself to make yourself glittery. I guess I don't know. And so Kaz isn't going to start doing that until like we're a day out from Noreen. And okay. uh, then he's going to start doing that. And I'll be marking that off my character sheet of just like, basically, as long as we're Noreen, Kaz is going to be waking up every day, losing 25 gold pieces, and it's an eight-hour duration spell. So the length of the adventuring day. Okay. Sounds good. Um, 
So, um, it's morning. Well, actually, as you pull into the port of Nairine, we're going to switch over to Fair. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. This is your moment. It is. Not ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Fair. It's a picture- picturesque morning uh, in Nairine, uh, in the city of Tayo. The sun reflects off little beads of dew that covers the vibrant green foliage just outside your windows. Um, there's flowers of blue and orange and magenta um, surrounding your window frame. Um, these beautiful plants that grow from the jungle around you. Um, your, your home uh, and your city uh, is part of this, this larger um, cliff city. It is... Uh, sprawling across the sides of these large, um, large islands uh, that are very um, almost like these vertical rocks that shoot up from uh, from the water. So, where the city itself is uh, is probably two hundred to three hundred feet above above the water is where where the the lowest part of the city starts. In your backyard. Um, of your, of your home. Uh, there's this tree that has been there um, longer than you know. It sits sort of in juxtaposition to the, the rest of the sort of like uh, jungle tropical foliage. It's almost um, like, a, like an oak tree uh, is what it, what it looks like. One of those sort of deciduous trees. Yeah. Um, uh, it's only... As far as trees go, it seems like it's probably fairly young. It's only probably 12 to 15 feet tall. Um, its trunk, um, in between like the cracks of its bark, you, you've you always seen this like blue and pink uh, and green, um, almost like energy, some sort of magic. Um, and in it, there's been a song that you've been able to hear. Uh... It's given you this connection to somewhere else where you've seen dreams and visions. Um, And on this morning, you hear that song calling to you. um, A little stronger than normal. Could you, one, describe describe your character? uh, and And then what they would do is they interact and almost like to interact with that song with that tree okay yeah um so i'm ksenia um i am about five seven lithe but with very muscular arms um sort of like an archer's build um deep dark skin sort of and, and dark eyes but there seems to be like sort of like an internal glow to them um, sometimes I do think that maybe they flash with some of the colors from this tree, especially when she is connected to it. Um, uh, and she's very, she walks very quiet. Like she's the kind of person who like will creep up on you in a room and then you will jump out of your skin, uh, because you did not hear or see her until the last possible moment. Um, and I think as I, I come out of my trance and I hear this song from the tree, um, as, I, as I like sort of hear the song coming from this tree, you know, that's, it's very significant to hear this song, especially so loud. 
Um, I think maybe the last time I heard it so loud was uh, maybe <laughs> when I met uh, the person who is now my significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I would just go out to it and, you know, put my hand on the trunk um, and just sort of try to connect with it to see if I can glean what's going on. Yeah. Um, so as you as you walk out to it and you put your hands on it um, and you close your eyes, uh, you feel yourself almost taken away, um, at least your, your spirit in some sense. Um, to the ship, you see a tiefling with light pink skin, uh, white white hair, um, jet black, almost void-like eyes. Uh, she's short, only five feet tall. Um, and there's an air of um, like terror and unease that emanates from her. Uh, she screams, get out! Uh, and this black shadow pours from her, shooting out. You see this blast of darkness hit this small fairy with bright, bright blue hair uh, and a dwarf holding what you could only describe as a battle ukulele. <laughs> and then it sort of shifts and changes. You see almost as though you're seeing into a different plane from the material plane. You see the light of this tiefling soul pull up from her body and this black energy that shot out kind of reconsume itself around around it um, and form this human-like figure. Um, and as the blackness of that shadow consumes it, it, it covers it and the flickering of that soul grows dimmer and dimmer, just little bits and pieces below the darkness. Um, the fairy and the dwarf begin to fight it um, and they're quickly joined by an asimar with golden vitiligo um, and a tall black human carrying this strange, almost ethereal-like spear. The shadow is driven away but your vision follows it below the surface of the ship as it's screaming out in fear. And this other soul, this tiefling soul, trying to pull back to its body, and then the vision fades, and you're back in your yard. Um, as this vision fades, I think I like pull away from the tree as if it's like burned me. Because mm-hmm. um, I was just... I've experienced these visions before, but this is very visceral, like feeling all of the fear um, especially of this this soul that's trapped or what I mm-hmm. presume to be trapped mm-hmm. um, and just seeing like all these images it is especially for you know the morning it's <laughs> yeah. a lot to take in um, you need to sit so down yeah. with a cup of coffee <laughs> yeah yeah maybe, like, maybe put a little bit of whiskey in that coffee <laughs> or a little um, bit of coffee in your whiskey um, yeah or, or that either, yeah, either or you know <laughs> Like seventy thirty, either way. <laughs> uh, so, regardless, your day has to begin um, as one of the riders of the Jatara um, in the city of Tayo. You have been your your regiment uh, has been tasked with helping this influx of um, refugees coming from around the world, trying to find safety in Nairine. As um, over the last six months to a year. Um, there's been an influx of magic returning to the world of Avastria, and it has been true of Nairin, but it has happened around the world. In that, um, there have been tears between planes is the best way that anyone has been able to describe it. 
but that creatures, monsters, de- devils, and demons have been able to um, come across the plains um, and and wreak chaos. Nairine, given its um, sort of ad- more advanced uh, understanding of um, magic and and science, it's um, has been the safest place for people to come. And so because of that, um, the ports are constantly full. And so your job has been to help basically help, help the state organized to see who's on ships, uh, see what the reason people are, are coming is for, um, and to help them get to where they need to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm custom slash port authority. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's not your norm. That's not your normal day to day job. Uh, but, but it's it's an all hands on deck sort of a situation. Yeah, and I'm definitely um, like not the most like people person. Um, <laughs> so it's just like very much like me being out of my comfort zone. And like normally I am like like people like the higher ups know this, and so they normally pair me with you know my partner who is uh, you know usually a lot more amicable to people. Um, but they are uh, incapacitated, well, not incapacitated, but like indisposed right now. So yeah, um, it's like you know, begrudgingly leaving the house, probably with my coffee in hand. Um, oh, uh, just so, so, you know, cause I just figured this out. Uh, your partner's name is Aslan. Oh, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Did not tell me that before. <laughs> um, I do have a question for you about the vision that I have though. Before yes. I go, did I recognize anybody in that vision? Um, the human looks familiar, but I would like you to roll me an insight check. Sure. First roll insight. It's going to be a 21, a 21. Um, there is something you, you have seen this person somewhere. And as you're racking your brain, uh, you realize, um, he looks like Steven has to dig up his notes and shouldn't, should have been removed. Ready for this sort of a question. Um, uh, Michael? Yo. Does Besky look more like his mom or dad? Oh. Um, or, or maybe Kaba. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, I think I look like... No, yeah, I kind of look more like my, my dad. Okay. Um, so you see what is... I don't want to go straight to the spitting image of, but looks like a very young version of Dugo Nevering, who is the uh, queen's brother-in-law who you've guarded. Uh, uh, I definitely like will ruminate on that while I'm like getting ready and and leaving Um, just because it is, I'm like, I just saw him like the other day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. But (laughs) it's, it's, (laughs) well, it looks like him, but like 30 years younger. Yeah. Yeah. Like definitely had like, you know, some, <laughs> like CGI or something like some heavy some surgery done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think I'll, I'll ruminate on that. Do I, would I know about Besky? Uh, you, you'd know who Besky is. Absolutely. Okay. Um, timeline wise, he should be about 15. Okay. But this is like a, this is like a grown man, 20, 20 year old. Yeah. Grown up. Okay. Young adult. Um, very strange and definitely <laughs> this is a grown ass man. Yes. Um, yeah. I think I, like, I'll just ruminate on that for a bit, like sort of keep it in the back of my mind, but knowing that I have, 
I can't spend my whole day on this because I do have duties to attend to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as you head off uh, to your post, um, we're going to switch back to the party. Uh, so, similarly, beautiful, beautiful morning as you pull into the ports of Nairine. Um Though, from, from your perspective, you see something a little bit different. Uh, you see... You see this port that is looks like there's about ten other ships waiting to dock um, of varying shapes and sizes. And then when you look up the cliff, the cliff face of this island, about two hundred feet up, there are airship docks that have um, three other ships that are awaiting, awaiting, uh, kind of hovering a few hundred feet away from the island as well. Tal kind of rings the bell for everybody to man man their decks, um, and you see there's these small little um, I, skiff is the best word that I can think of. Um, these little airships that are flying between um, all the ships um, that are waiting in the ports with you. It looks like there's three or four of them um, going from ship to ship. It seems like they're port authorities, customs, something along those lines. As you are all on that first deck and Rain is continually playing it cool. So cool. <laughs> uh, this ship, this small skiff kind of flies up along your deck. Um, on it are two riders. One is a drow covered from head to toe in, in armor and, and clothing. Uh, has these little round framed glasses um, and then fair could you 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 gave a description but what would what would they see as as they see um, Ksenia um so you see you know the drow I'm sort of standing um, a couple feet back from them um, just keep mostly keeping an eye on but again like five seven deep dark skin um, eyes that are like she's Sorry, I'm trying to think of how to explain this. She, it seems like she's staring in one spot, but like you can tell, like just by the way, like her eyes are moving, that she is trying to perceive everything that's going on around them. As you know, a lot of these refugees um, and whatnot sort of come in to the port uh, for for assistance. Um, and both of them are seated upon these large. Um, leopard jaguar like creatures um they have spots but the difference between these spots and like a a normal um our world leopard uh is they seem to like glimmer a little bit um almost like the spots are iridescent Um, almost like lisa frank (laughs) (laughs) yes very bad i don't this is not my world but yeah (laughs) I don't know what that means. Oh my god, are you joking? No, no, let him have this. It's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, what is this, Frank? I love that. I'm not. I'm not joking, but I am googling. No, don't. Our our friendship just came into sharp focus (laughs) for me, Stephen. I don't know about how you feel, but oh, I do know. Okay, okay, I do know what it is now that I've googled it. Uh, Ah, okay. Okay, all right, you're forgiven. Kind of. <laughs> You're on thin ice. You are on thin ice. <laughs> he stays on thin ice. He's always trying to kill us. <laughs> oh, well, I mean. <laughs> Listen, 
Chris, don't act like that's not why you're here. I know, that's literally <laughs> what I wrote down on my sign-up sheet. Please try to kill me as often as possible. You, so you far. also put that as a love language somewhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, Ksenia, what you see as you look out onto the ship, uh, you see sort of a ragtag group of um, sailors, um, but what would really kind of pique your interest uh, is this fairy um, a dwarf uh, and a human that looks oddly like Dugo Nevering um, and as Ksenia approaches uh, why don't you why don't each of you describe uh, your characters and what what they would see as they approach uh, for me you would know I'm the person you saw in your vision but my my dreads I have like the dreads that you know kind of go like the sides of my head are shaved, but I have the dreads like on the top going all the way to the back. So this is definitely awkward because like that's how you should probably be wearing your dreads is like it in the back. But I have my dreads kind of up forward a little bit, um, hands in my pockets, and I am uh, <clears throat> I am uh, kind of like making my. You do see me like. If you catch it, and you probably will, like, I kind of have this moment where naturally looking upon the city, like, I kind of have a taller stance, but then I notice it on myself and I start slumping a little to, like, make myself seem not as important. Um, But you will see, like, the, you know, kind of like a, my getup is... Um, definitely someone of a magic user, um, dark leathers, crimson, what do you call this? Crimson, uh, like, lining on the inside uh, of my, like, cape and stuff like that. Um, I have, like, a, a leather vest that shows, like, I, you can see my arms and stuff. Um, so it's really weird to see, like, someone who dresses so confidently and has, like, a very intentional way of how they seem to carry themselves, kind of like being a slumpy or slumpy and just like trying to seem like not of import um and that's what you would see like looking up at my my character yeah i think i definitely clock like you know you sort of folding in on yourself um i'm also just like very like paying attention to you very much because of your distinctive appearance not just with your leathers but like you look like somebody from the royal family and that is weird to me (laughs) Like, what are you uh, doing out here? <laughs> and you, you'll also catch me putting my glasses away. I don't know why I think that would help, but I... I, I think that would help. <laughs> <laughs> the Clark Kent going, it's, and you're like... Yeah, yeah, it's the Clark Kent Superman thing. Like, as soon yeah. as you take mm-hmm. off your glasses, I don't realize Who it. Who does? Yeah. I was like, oh, I could have sworn there was somebody else there, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> uh, as the boat is approaching, you would see um, a... Like the, just the top of some kind of uh, musical instrument poking out over the rails of the ship, maybe like a tuft of brown hair, and then uh, at some point uh, you see like they're climbing on top of something. You would see the face of a dwarf. He has a luscious beard, sparkling eyes, a uh, ukulele that he quickly uh, unslings and begins to strum a few tunes on <clears throat> as the boat approaches the port. He is wearing a jaunty white and orange outfit. And mm, as he gets a little bit closer, you can maybe catch a few of the notes and the 
Uh, so if you would like the notes, maybe some lyrics he's singing as the boat comes in. And it's um, it's like a welcome to Noreen song. And you can tell he's like, kind of like, like you're like someone who lives in Noreen, like you know a lot about Noreen. And you can tell by the song that he has never been to Noreen and is making this up as he goes along. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely, like, this is, and this is not the first time this has happened. <laughs> so I'm just tired. <laughs> There's one on every ship. Yeah, like, every every time, and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> not today. <laughs> yes, today. <laughs> and rain. Uh, yeah, so Rain uh, is about a foot uh, tall, 12.5 inches to be exact. Uh, slightly androgynous, but femme-leaning uh, fairy with a really deep, uh, almost um, so deeply brown that it's a little bit purple uh, tone to their skin. Um they are probably too far and too small for you to notice in this moment, but as they near you, you would definitely notice that they have uh, a, a bit of an arresting appearance uh, up close. They have uh, sort of these like reptilian eyes uh, that are really bright electric blue uh, and this just wild mop uh, of, of curly um electric blue hair as well. Uh, but they are uh, dressed in pretty quintessential um, adventuring gear. These uh, tall brown boots, a lot of leathers. Um, and you might catch a, a bright tattoo on the side of their neck uh, that looks a lot, uh, quite similar to their their actual eyes, this big dragon eye tattoo. Um, their behavior in this moment uh Rain is kind of walking up and down the railing. Again, I'm so, so casual. Uh, So just sort of uh, kind of taking everything in, hands in my pockets, casual walk up and down the railing as we're kind of coming to a stop, whistling. I seem very, very chill. I I have a question, and it's like completely not important, but I just need to know. (laughs) Okay. Um, Does Rain have a nictitating membrane on their eyes? Oh. Oh, I've never considered it, but now I want to say yes. <laughs> I've never thought of it. I had to ask because you're like lizard eyes. I'm like, absolutely. There is a third eyelid on those eyes, please. <laughs> well, now there is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so I'm, much for humoring me. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. So that's what you see. You also see someone uh, sort of standing, um, looking ready to greet you. Um, a probably about six feet, uh, maybe a little shorter, uh, dark skin. Uh, his kind of really defining feature is one of his arms, uh, seems to be, um, ethereal, um, but he's standing in, in a way that he seems like he thinks he's in charge of this ship, uh, and he's probably right. Uh, um, but as you approach, uh, this in, in, individual um, greets you and says uh, welcome to the scorn and scant uh, I am Talvros the captain uh, what can I what can we do for you uh welcome we just need to to check your ship and also just to see 
you know, why you're here. We're getting an influx of refugees lately, so we just need to make sure that we are keeping everyone safe. I mean, that's we are we are bringing passengers here for that for that very reason. So please, please come aboard. Um, uh, do you have a manifest? Uh, yeah. Give me a moment. Uh, let me go grab it from my my quarters, and he walks off off quickly and and goes and gets it. Um, yeah, he's the annoying bard. Start to include Nereen, city of refugees. <laughs> uh, I cut my eyes so hard at you. <laughs> not because it's not true, but it's just like I think because this has happened so many times, I'm like this is so much pandering and I can't deal with this right <laughs> now. <laughs> I like sort of adjust the longbow that I have slung across my like my back, like just tapping my boots on like the deck of the ship, just waiting for the captain to come back, like, um, please let this be over with. <laughs> Cause keeps with the melody, but he starts to leave lyrics out of it and just starts whistling. <laughs> um, what is your, Ksenia, uh, what is your kind of connection and sense with life and death? How does, how does she see that sort of stuff? Oh, um, I think she, uh, sees life and death as two sides of the same coin. Um, death isn't necessarily something to be afraid of, though she understands why people are afraid. Um, I think because of her connection to the tree and just with a lot of things in her past, she is very much in tune with death in, you know, not necessarily, necessarily a way that's like, I'm obsessed with it, mm-hmm. but just like seeing sort of the threads of fate and where they come to an end yeah so to kind of give you a more description of this ship um as you step aboard you see a ship that has been through some some shit it's like the mast is um (laughs) you see this huge crack through the middle of the mast and you notice that it's held together by these thorny vines um uh, that have been placed upon it. Um, there are holes um, and broken broken boxes and these large gashes along the ground. And as you start to take a closer look at the crew um, and even these three individuals that you have seen in this vision um, earlier this morning, uh, you see the weight of death kind of on all of their shoulders. As you clock that, the captain comes back with a manifest and says, we, uh, we also... Um, there's some extra entries as far as what we've brought aboard. Uh, we found an abandoned ship uh, a few days back, uh, and given that it was abandoned, we took what was on it. Um, just to be frank with you, uh, mm-hmm. but it's all everything's listed here, um, as are all all our crew and passengers. I think I'll like. Uh, okay. Can I? Can I? Can I? Um, I don't know if you can press it, press it, digitate like ink. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of want to do that for my name. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like as they're as like he's handing the manifest, I'm kind of like gonna like as I know he went to go get it. I'm gonna put myself between um between Ksenia, right? Is mm-hmm. that how I pronounce that? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and whatever entry he's going to make to us, and I'll grab the piece of paper, like, I'll put my hand over where I see my name, and I'm going to try and, like, subtly cast present digitation to change, like, the ink that says Besky uh, Nevering 
to Trey Brightsing. <laughs> okay, it says you make a color, a small mark, or a symbol appear on an object. Um, or an illusory image that can fit in your hand. Your name would be able to fit in your hand. So I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm going to need you to make a, uh, a sleight of hand. <laughs> And uh, oh shit, let's go, baby, let's go. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I won. <laughs> no, it's, it's finally I get a twenty, and that's hey. oh, yeah. oh, okay, shit. damn. Uh, Ksenia, uh, mm-hmm. I, I do need you to make a perception check. Oh come on. Okay. What is my perception? It, it will it will have to be a nat twenty. It'll have to be a nat twenty. It's it's not a nat twenty. It's a sixteen. <laughs> okay. Uh, so though my passive is twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh dang! That pretty high. You, you gotta be careful out there, Michael. Jeez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, you are able. You are able to. What did you say? You changed it to? Uh, Trey Brightsing. Okay. Trey Brightsing. Do right. we see you do this? Do we know you're going by? A- uh, I'm gonna. I, I, I'm going to look at both I'm of you. I'm very casual Yes, right yes, now. I know. I'm going to look at, you. I'm I'm gonna look at both of y'all. I'm about to put all your business out there. You better tell me. I'm just, you better tell me right now. <laughs> I'm going to look at both of you while I do it so you can see, like, with the natural 20, I feel like I can, like, a little wisp of magic kind of, like, emanate from my hand that y'all can see, but they can't because I'm turning my back to you yeah. as I grab it from... Yeah, put your hand up in front of your hand while you cast the magic, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you don't mind me riffing on it, I think Xenia doesn't necessarily notice the magic because she herself, up until recently, has not been very magical. Mm. And so she is still trying to get a handle on that aspect, that new aspect of her life that sort of hit her. Yeah, that's one thing we always forget about this world was that like magic is not super common. So someone could see us casting magic and not really know what that is. Or they might dismiss it as being like, oh, the sun was in my eyes or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with Ksenia, um, not that your characters would know this, but she was hit with like a magical surge as magic was introduced back into the world. So she is just like still like playing catch up in a lot of ways with these mm-hmm. kinds of things. So she was like, she's like, I he touched the paper, but okay, just make, <laughs> making sure his name is spelled right. <laughs> also forget um, that we reintroduce magic back in the world. I'm definitely looking at both of y'all, like, with knowing eyes, like, please see what I just did here. Because, <laughs> like, y'all know that, like, I'm... You at least folks oh. do know the plan of, like, I'm not announcing I'm here right away. Sure, like, that, that was... We did talk about that. Yeah. Um, and, and Besky, you would recognize Ksenia as well. Oh. Oh, yep. Okay. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> As as she has she has guarded your family at different points. Oh. Oop. <laughs> My passive is twelve, so I feel like I'm like I think he's trying to tell me something. <laughs> let's, let's roll with it. You know what? Let's roll with it. I don't care. Messi made it real clear. He made it real clear, like when we were rolling up to Noreen, like I don't want my family to know that we're, I'm here, and so yeah, yeah this, this tracks. This tracks. <laughs> Rain's like Besky, What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Prince Besky. Besky, make sure you don't give them your real name. Remember, you're trying to be a secret. Is this a yeah. secret code that we're not supposed to tell anyone? Do we stop that right now? <laughs> oh my God! Can you show us your childhood bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as as that is handed to you, uh, everything everything looks fairly fairly in order. 
it's it's messy it's not like it's not like mm-hmm. this it matches it matches the ragtag look of this crew yeah and i think as i'm like you know going through the the paperwork um putting names to faces and also just like you know checking to make sure like the cargo is as it says it is mm-hmm. um just constantly distracted by like this weight of like death and you know like hopelessness that's sort of around this group but especially like towards like the the lower decks of the ship mm-hmm. uh and if if you do go looking through the ship uh there is one door that is locked down there uh captain uh yes what is behind this door uh he slumps his shoulders uh do the three of you go down with them or are you kind of leaving uh I do. <laughs> no, we don't. I don't want to be noticed, but I am going to follow. I mean, closely. well, well <laughs> I do feel guilty about this. Is not a good move, but it's. I do feel guilty about Blossom's passing, so that's why I'm also going down there. If yeah. I notice that like, you're starting to move your way, like with intention towards like below decks, um, yeah, uh, yeah, and and it's 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 Blossom's door that's locked. Um, uh, Captain kind of looks to you, Besky. Uh, oh, the captain doesn't know. Um, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, uh, and says, "You don't." Uh, uh, well, I think it's his his story to tell more than mine. Just sort um, of cut my eyes at him. Dread still in my face. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Uh, we lost a close friend. They're 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 behind the door. We can open it if you want but um captain told you about the ghost ship that we came across uh it wasn't uh without its hazards and one of our own fell i think ksenia like sort of looks at the group for a second remembers the vision that she had you know earlier says tiefling woman white hair uh yes how do you know that i know a lot of things I saw you all in a vision today. Uh, really? Yes, really. Oh, and how did you uh, see us through this this vision of yours? Cause gets like real suspicious real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she just like <laughs> grins in a way that's like it's almost like a shark. It's just very sharp, hey. and she says. I'm not without my capabilities, but if you need to know, I am very much in tune with into things like death, and I sense you all coming. And I think I'll turn to Besky, even though I think he, his name was like, what, Trey? Is that what you said? Yes, yes. I turn to Trey, yeah. and I'm like, just like I know, you look like somebody from the royal family. Open the door, please. I- I'm going to uh, stand up straight, like... You know, I was taught to. Um, Dread's still in my face. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. 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 <laughs> Damn. Uh, I would believe Nairine has their own language, right? Sure. Yeah. That's, like, different than, like, just human, quote-unquote. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you call this? Um... I'm just going to say, uh, listen, it's been a long couple of days. 
and we don't know who to trust right now. Um, so I'm, someone's been watching us with Maleficent intent. And I think now we're kind of on guard because I do notice that cause kind of got on guard a bit. So, um, all right. I am, I am, um, I am Besky Neffering, and I need to make sure that you're not someone who intends harm on me or my party. I, I take this in. My face is very stoic. So you don't know if, like, anything you said had an impact on me. Um, then I'll nod, say, It's always been my duty to protect you, Your Highness. Um, you say that in common or Narinian? No, I say that in Narinian or whatever the language is. (laughs) I say that in... (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna blow up your spot. (laughs) Uh, well, even any more than I already have. Um, but I will also ask, like, did you bring that malicious intent to this city? It was already here. Was it? Yeah. I, we are going to need to talk, but for now I do need you to open this door. Sure. Yeah, I just, I just opened the door and I stand aside. Yeah, and in, in this door, in this room, it's just a small, small room. There's a bed, um, little box, and in that bed, um, is the body of this tiefling. I would like to um, put my hand like on the shoulder of this tiefling just so I can maybe get like I had that vision earlier but maybe try to touching like putting my hands on the body will give me like a better idea of what exactly is going on. Yeah. Um, What kind of a skill role do you think you would want to use for something like that? You could you could make a Spellcasting, um, just a straight spellcasting check. You could do something like Insight or Arcana. Uh, I'll go with Insight. Because, okay. uh, you know, I do have this Arcana, but I'm not, I'm not as, um, mm-hmm. what is the word, confident with it yeah. as I would be like my, the other skills that I've honed for so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, let's see what happens. Ooh, not great. Um, 15? A fifteen. Um, as you as you rest your hand on her, um, the skin is the skin is cold to the touch. Um, you feel something different than someone who just passed away. Um, it's not. It's not death in a normal sense. It's death in an uncompleted sense, I guess. Um, and as you have this connection to um, the god of cycles of life and death, this body, whatever is left of whether it's a part of her soul or or something, um, that cycle was broken with her. And there's it's something that needs to be completed. Is it almost like 
there's a part of her soul, however small, maybe still clinging to the body. Mm-hmm. Or is it something else? Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's a great way to describe it. Um, I think I'll sort of pull away and then um, turn to the group and say, bring her with you. And then sort of march out of the room. Okay. Uh, as you march out of the room, we are going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Fae Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy, uh, And also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Forge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fundamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefundamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out you can do so alongside me on twitter at kiss of hemlock theme music hey, by dave i'm Cole adelaide gardner you can podcast. find me at oh adelaide For more music Hi, Check I'm out Emily D. Cole Music M, on you YouTube. Can find me at Additional Emily sound Earth, effects and music E-R-V, found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, epidemicsound.com. The Fayforge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.
Hmm? Well, that was that was bad, y'all. That was not good. <laughs> that was rough. That was we promise worse. we're excited. It's just early. <laughs> if we ever if we ever think about switching to another system, there are systems that reward ones. Like there are systems where ones are crit successes. No, it doesn't matter if it's the one. It's just whatever is the bad rule. <laughs> I, I feel like. Maybe for like your Patreon uh, subscribers one day, you maybe just do like a supercut of all of Michael's. Oh my God. That would be an amazing 30 minute clip. <laughs> um, um.